Hey everybody, I'm really excited about a little mini series I'm gonna be doing here on advanced sales techniques. And today I'm gonna to be talking to you about buffer statements. Now, I have been to hundreds of different credit card processing companies. I've worked with hundreds of different teams in the industry. I'm always amazed that when I go to a processor that has 100, 200, 300 sales reps, inevitably there are one, two, maybe three sales representatives out of two, 300 that are making two, three, four times as much money as you know the next group of reps. I mean, there is a top, 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 okay? There is a top 1%, and if you really wanna get there, the problem is I cannot make a video, there's no way I can make a video that could train you to say, here's how to get to the very top, step one, two, and three, and those that are at the top, you know what I mean by this. There is an X factor. There is a drive and a commitment to getting out and experiencing it, to you know being dedicated to really become a student of sales and a student of selling merchant services, in this case, that you have to have if you really wanna to get to the very, very top. So today I wanna to talk to you about one of those X factor things, and all I can do is make you aware of it I can give you examples of it. Now, you're not gonna be able to follow my examples because it's too customized. Every experience is a little bit different, but what I can do is I can make you aware that this concept exists. I can make you aware of how powerful it is. I can give you examples of how I use it and how other top salespeople in the industry use this concept, but then it's really up to you as you get out and you sell on the phone or in the field to figure out how can I leverage this concept and you're gonna have to start working with it and it's gonna take you six months or a year to really get it right. It takes a long time and a lot of practice. I've been selling now for almost 20 years, let's see, actually it's been, yeah, almost 20 years that I have been selling and this is something that took me the first five to figure out, you know, at least, probably more than that. But it's a concept I call buffer statements. Now, full disclosure, this might be in a sales book somewhere. I was trying to remember. I usually try to give kudos to other sales trainers that give me ideas. This might be original wording with me called a buffer statement. I don't know. I don't remember where I got it from, but I've been saying it for years. So here it goes. So a buffer statement is something that you're going to use all the time as a top sales representative. It's something you use at least 15, 20 times in your pitch where you're trying to soften the reaction of the, of the prospect to something that you're going to say. Now, I actually wrote down three different times in a pitch that I use buffer statements so I can give you really specific examples, okay? So the first one we're gonna talk about is gathering information, all right? So we're having a conversation with a merchant. We're maybe doing a little bit of small talk. Those of you that are trying to get to the top, you have no problem connecting with people. Um, if you had a problem connecting with people, you wouldn't even be trying to get to the top, you'd be trying to survive. In sales, if you are not able to connect with people, you are probably in the wrong job. If you say, you know, um, you know, when I talk to somebody on the phone, I'm working with them, and they say, you know, I just feel like these business owners don't like me. I feel like they don't want to talk to me. They just don't want to interact with me. I say, well, you know, read this sales book, read this sales book, and let's talk again in, in a couple weeks. And you know, at that point, they're like, no, nobody. Still, people just don't want to talk to me. And I say, you know. That doesn't make you a less valuable person. It just means you're probably not cut out for sales. So assuming that you are able to get people that like you, that are connecting with you, that are talking to you, what's the next step? Well, the next step is I got to gather some information, right? I got to get, you know, I need to know how much their processing volume is, or I need to know what kind of point of sale system they're using, or I need to know um, issues they've had with their current provider. So what do you do there? Well, you ask for the information, right? Wrong. If you just ask for the information, 
How many of you have seen this where you don't get it, <laughs> right? Hey, uh, you know, Susan, um, I'd love to take a look at a credit card processing statement. Do you have one that I could take a look at? What is Susan most likely gonna say in that situation? She's gonna say, no, I don't share that with people, okay? So this is where we wanna use buffer statements, okay? And there are, again, I'm not trying to give you specifics because I just can't. A buffer statement though is something that's gonna soften up Susan and get her interested in doing that. It's a justification for what you're about to ask for, right? So in this case, there's several different ways I could go, several different approaches. One approach I could do is I could get kind of a, a buffer statement like this. I could say, Susan, you know, thank you so much for your time today. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to exploring the opportunity of working with you. Now, I'm not telling you right now that we should definitely work together and you should definitely sign up with our services. I would never do that until I had a really clear picture of what you have now and make sure that what we have is a really good fit. So with that in mind, I'd love to just take a quick look at a processing statement, you know, from your credit card processing company. Do you have one handy or should I pick that up when I come back on Thursday? So notice the buffer statement that came before the question, right? I'm softening things up. I'm saying to her, um, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to say right now that I know for sure you should go with us. We're definitely the right fit. I would never make that claim until I had a really good look at, you know, your situation now to make sure you're a good fit. So with that in mind, then I ask for the information right? Do you see what I'm doing there? That's a buffer statement. Again, you say, oh great, James, I'm going to write that buffer statement down and I'm going to use that today. Go ahead. It's probably not going to work though. <laughs> like that buffer statement might work for me. It might work for me with a specific merchant based on their emotional reaction thus far, right? Am I reading their emotions and then coming up with the thing to say? Like, it is so dim. It's funny. This is actually, I, I very rarely, uh, my Josh is behind the camera right now. My camera guy, he will tell you, I very rarely do multiple takes on a video. I'm pretty much a one take guy. Um, this is my second take and there may be more coming <laughs> because why this is tough to make a video about. It really is. I can't tell you exactly what to do. I can just give you these examples, but my examples may or may not work. It's going to depend on your situation. So buffer statements are all about you reading the individual you right, and you're you're reading them. You know, you're uh, you're reading their emotional state. You're figuring out what you're trying to sell, right? If I'm trying to do a one call close, I'm definitely not going to say what I just said because that's setting me up for a two call close. So it really takes you thinking through your presentation and figuring out where to put these. All right, enough of that. Let me give you some more examples. So let's say we're trying to get some other information from them. So maybe I want to maybe I want to get from them the number of years that they've been in business, okay? So I wanna find out how long they've been in business. That's some information that I want. Well, in this case, I'm gonna do a justification buffer statement where I just need to justify why I need to ask that. So I would say something like this. I'd say, Susan, you know, one thing that we have found is that our program is most effective for businesses that have been in business for at least one year or more. Now, you've been in business longer than a year, right? So what am I doing there? I'm justifying the question. Okay, so I need to go, what information do I really want? In this case, I just want to know they've been in business longer than a year. So um, if that's the information I want to get, how do I ask? I justify it by saying why I need it. You know, we found our program works best for people that have been in business at least one year or more, right? What about processing volume? I could do the same thing here. Maybe I'm selling cash discounting and I am looking for merchants that process over 3,000 a month in volume. So that's who I'm targeting. Um, well, let's use a different example. Let's actually do POS systems. So let's say I'm doing point of sale systems. I'm looking for merchants that do over 20,000 a month in volume that are restaurants that would be a good fit for our POS system because otherwise the investment doesn't make sense. So I might say, um, 
you know, Bill, thank you so much for taking time today to just run through all of this with me and allow me to get a better feel for your business. Now, the next question I have for you really has to do with the scale and what's going to make sense for your business, because I would never want you to make an investment in a advanced point of sale system like what I'm describing to you, all the work I'm going to put into it, all the work your team's going to put into implementing it. I would never want you to do that if your business was processing less than say 20 to $40,000 a month in, you know, credit card processing volume. You know, what is kind of your range? I know it's going to vary a lot, but what would you say your range is in terms of the amount of processing volume that you do a month? Is it over that threshold? But see how I justified it versus if I just said Bill, my next question is, how much processing volume do you do in a month? That's what a lot of you do. And what happens? Does Bill answer you? No. He says, well, uh, you know, he doesn't want to share the information. Or if he does share it, he feels weird about sharing it. He feels like he just, you know, shared something he wasn't supposed to share. You know what I mean? So what do you want to do? Well, you got to take a step back. And you've got to say, okay, hold on a minute here. <laughs> so before I you know, dive into that, let's do a buffer statement. Let's justify it. So the first reason that you're going to use buffer statements is you're going to use them when you're trying to collect information from the merchant. Buffer the statement, thank them for their time so far, justify the request, and then use like even an alternate advanced question or even a, an assumptive question like, I'm sure you're at least over this amount. So use that kind of stuff to get information. So again, this little series of videos, I realize this is not my most concrete, my most, you know, step one, step two, step three. That's not what this is. We're going to continue next week. I'm going to talk to you about um, the next step here about buffer statements and how else you can use them. And we're actually going to talk about assuming agreement and how to assume agreement. Very, very powerful step. We're going to talk about that next week. Keep an open mind and try to apply these concepts as you're out in the field selling. Try to implement buffer statements. I promise you that they work, but they only work to the extent that your skill level and your talent and your drive and your determination is going to succeed in experiencing uh, changing, iterating on these concepts until you figure them out.